Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are here at the Amanda Seals Show. Mm-hmm. We're actually on the road. We are. We're in Atlanta. We're in your hometown. We are the Amanda Seals Show on the road. I hope you tell people because if they just find it out right, <laughs> right. I mean, now. I really didn't tell people because also when you like are working. Telling people like I'm it's in town, true. it becomes a whole thing. Why you ain't coming? Why I'm not here for leisure? It's I'm true. Working. So. It's true. It's also weird because we're sitting next to each other. We are. And I'm just not realizing why you said it was weird before. Now <laughs> I get it. We never sit next to each other. Well, because it doesn't make sense. Because I can't like see you. We social distance for the show, guys. Just for you know COVID restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda makes me sit ten feet away from her for you know celebrity reasons. No. I'm <laughs> Not celebrity reasons. <laughs> well, uh, what do we got coming up this hour? What do we got coming up on the show? Well, apparently the people in D.C. came to an agreement on a debt ceiling. Plus, Shannon Sharp is leaving Undisputed on ESPN. You get him a new job. But he's not just leaving. He's, he's leaving for a particular reason, so we're going to talk he's about that. He's bouncing. He's like, <laughs> I'm out the dough. Plus, we got to talk about our time on the road in Montgomery. This is not our first stop. Right. We have been on a road trip. We're on a world tour. We on a war tour. Not even for the show, just for With life. Jeremiah, my man. For life. For life. We got things going on. We got things going on, y'all. And uh, I think you're going to really appreciate the things that we've got going on. But uh, yeah, so we're going to get into it. Thank y'all for joining us on this lovely Monday. You know what I love about a Monday? It's an opportunity for a new week, a fresh start. Stay connected with us 24-7 on social s- at Seals Set It. So that's one way you can start your Monday. You can also give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals here uh, with Jeremiah, like the Bible. Let's get into some Black Year News. Let's start it. Let's start it off. Let's do it. So the people up in Washington was working over the weekend. Wow. Specifically Joe Biden, because on Saturday he signed the law raising the national debt by another four trillion dollars, y'all. Four trillion dollars, nearly averting an economical disastrous federal default. Two days before the government was predicted to run out of cash to pay his bills. That was never going to happen. <laughs> by the way, what a new law, you know. It averted the risk that the Treasury Department was talking about that would happen on Monday had it not been passed. But like you said, it sailed through the Senate in a bipartisan vote of 63 to 36 with more Democrats than Republicans voting in favor of the of raising the debt ceiling. I mean, listen, this was like a real made up <laughs> crisis, by the way, like like the Republicans literally just made this up to feel like they had some power or whatever. But ultimately, when, when it boils down to it, we were never going to default. Because it makes absolutely no sense Mm -hmm. for them to let America default. Mm -hmm. Second, all of these things that was causing our debt ceiling to need to be raised were budgets that budget spending that they had already approved. Like last time they raised the debt ceiling like three times while Trump was in office. And I think the biggest thing is that what people don't understand is that we have money that is budgeted to specific things that that they can actually change. Mm -hmm. Right. So when they were saying, oh, we're not going to shift, we're not going to give up our spending, we're going to go, if, if we have to go to default, then that's what it is. What they were saying was basically that, like, they're not going to break any of the contracts that they have made with their corporate sponsors, right, that right. they're not going to, this is Republicans, that Republicans aren't going to reduce <laughs> spending on, uh, you know, war Oh, they're, uh, they're never doing that part. Yeah, they're not going to do that. But and they're not going to give no money to veteran benefits, though. So. I swear to God, if you keep cutting me <laughs> off and and saying my point before I say it, oh, I'm going to fight you. We, I'm going to fight you on the air. I'm going to fight you on the air. Go ahead. You got the floor sealed. Thank you. My point was that they are hypocrites. Mm. And that at the end of the day, this party loves to be like, we are the people's party. We are the people's party, but they don't never do nothing for the people. And even in this whole deal that they made, listen, it's not all like roses. Like I know there's like this whole thing, like the Democrats are like, yeah, we held our ground. But a lot of Democrats didn't vote for this because they're like, y'all gave, but like you gave up uh, spending on, um, veterans benefits, you gave up spending on uh, tax breaks. And at the end of the day, all of these corporations and the military kept all of their money. And it was the people who ended up having to, like, make the concession. That's like America to me. 
Damn. Sound like the government, government in. Government, government in. <laughs> I, I would love to hear from people, though, if this has made any sense to them. Because what I'm trying to do when we're doing this show is, like, bring to light, like, issues that may seem like they're so far away and, like, they mm-hmm. don't actually affect you. But they really, really do affect you. And if a trick, when we look at the trickle down, y'all, these are the people that are making the decisions about the things that affect you. And these people are put in place by people like you. Yeah, so you got to vote. That's that. Uh, when we come back, somebody who was in place... <laughs> <laughs> is leaving. And we're talking about Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Skip Bayless. He told him to skip to my loo. We'll get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, everybody. All right. Second Black Hero News story. I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> so, Shannon Sharp, you know Shannon Sharp. Yes, we mentioned this on the air the other day, but now we get to like really, really talk about it. So, Shannon Sharp and Fox News, you know, which airs Undisputed, have reached a buyout agreement that they told the Post. And his final show was expected to air after the 2023 NBA Finals, which concluded in June. He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. So, apparently, there was friction between him and his co host. Apparently. Skip Bayless. Because, you know, after the situation with um, DeMar handling the safety, Skip said some really crazy things. He said, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So if you don't know, DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field after, like, getting a hit. And he had to go to the hospital. Like, he was in, like... Yes, yes. And Skip tweeted this out. And this they they feel like this is, like, the spark of him in... But not the spark. So but. here's the thing. I actually didn't think this tweet was like that crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the tweet was just like thinking out loud about mm-hmm. like, I mean, this game is supposed to be like the most important game, but that's like mm-hmm. irrelevant now. So like, what, like, what are they going to do? Like, I felt like that. So I did feel like people kind of took this out of context, mm-hmm. but within the context of Skip Bayless, he is so racist mm-hmm. That it's like, I mean, you set it up for this to be the case because people have watched you continuously talk crazy. Mm -hmm. I just watched uh, a clip of when, oh man, come on, uh, the brother from the brother from the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, um, Richard, uh, come on, Supreme, what's his name? Sherman. Okay. Richard Sherman. For the record, I didn't have to Google that. Um, When he was on with Skip Bayless and he confronted him straight up. Actually, you know what? You know what I want to do? I'm going to tell you what I want to do. When we come back, I want to play Richard Sherman talking to Skip Bayless. Because I think y'all need to just hear this because it really speaks to why someone like Shannon Sharp would be like, I got to get out of here. If I can't come at him like this, I got to get out of here. Got to go. Now, what about his podcast? So his podcast, Club Shay Shay. <laughs> oh, it's also leaving Fox, uh, Fox Sports. So it's a big popular thing. You know, so I, was, I was seeing them on YouTube, apparently. I don't I've know. been seeing them all the time on YouTube, I'm too. Like, they pushing this show. Yeah. Well, they taking it back. <laughs> so I hope they get their ad dollars in before it's over. Um, But I don't think they're taking it back. It's he, he. You're saying that he's taking it back. Right. It's leaving Fox Sports. Okay. Well, that's great that he gets to keep the mm-hmm. podcast. Listen, I think that it's really a testament, though, to the fact that don't stay where they're in love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we don't even feel like we have this, the money or the support system to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But this man is in a situation where he's just like, why am I sitting here across from this fool? That's, you have to ask yourself that a lot. Like, there was another here? conversation, though, that they had had that got really heated. And I'm trying to remember what it was. So I'm going to ask Supreme because he going to know. And uh, when we get when we get back, I want to play y'all. Uh, Richard Sherman from the Seattle Seahawks versus versus Skip Bayless because let me tell you Skip Bayless thought he was talking to a nigra that can run a ball that's what he thought check it out that nigra was running a ball at Stanford know your audience we'll be right back this is the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up it's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. So we were talking about Skip Bayless mm-hmm. and Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is leaving Undisputed with Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a lot of us, we just look at Shannon as like, you know, Uncle Shan. You know, mm-hmm. he's really jolly. Like, I feel like Shannon is always like trying to come from the highest vibration possible. Mm-hmm. And Skip Bayless is always coming from like the lowest vibration possible. So it's no surprise to me that Shannon's like, you know what? I got the I got the bread to do so. Let That's me buy it. my self out of my contract and leave but this was apparently like sparked originally with that tweet that skip bayless had set out 
over Damar Hamlin, yes. where he was essentially saying like, wow, this is crazy. I mean, they're pausing the game, but I don't know how they can pause a game that's this important because it's like the most important game. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. But now all of that seems so irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So people felt that that was very insensitive. And I was just saying last break that like, I really can't stand Skip Bayless, but like that tweet to me just seemed like thinking out loud. But you made a good point. Yeah, you could think out loud. She don't even think out loud on Twitter. Right. Think out loud in your group chat. Your group chat. Like, yeah, what y'all think about this? That's crazy. Because when you put it in Twitter, it becomes something else. Because also Twitter is where people go to troll to be selected. Well, Chica's experiencing this right now. Right, right. Um, like you can have like your worst thoughts, mm -hmm. but send that to your best friends. Send it to your friends. Send it to your friends because the, the internet don't love you. I can tell you that. <laughs> the internet is waiting for somebody. You know what they say, like, don't become the main character on Twitter. Right. Because that day you become the main character is not a good day. I know that. I've, I've been the main <laughs> character on Twitter. When I, when, I, when I said, if you are, if you have money to afford Jordans mm -hmm. and Nike suits and you don't have a passport, you're losing. It was like, are we ready? Listen, they said Amanda Seals is a petty bourgeoisie <laughs> who is, who is um, sh passport shaming the disenfranchised black community. Well, at least they had a good vocabulary. Bourgeoisie, disenfranchisement. Come on. Baby. <laughs> they got vocabulary. They got words. Them, you only can use words on Twitter, so <laughs> at least use your best ones. But yeah, that, that's something you, keep, you put in a group chat because I think, especially like you said, with Skip's reputation, it's not a, something you want to be tweeting. Well, you know, the thing about Skip too is that he has very much put his foot in his mouth in the mm -hmm. past because uh, he starts things and talks crazy on a regular basis, right? Mm -hmm. And then it comes to slap him in the face. So this thing on Twitter came and slapped him in the face. But when Richard Sherman came on the show mm -hmm. after like Skip had spent months saying that Richard was like not even worth the conversation around like the best players in his field. He basically just spent, spent months like dogging Richard Sherman. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you do that when the people going to come on the show. They go come. Because I'm going to tell you now, I ain't inviting nobody on this show that we dogging. <laughs> Skip Bayless is not going to come on this show, y'all. I'm not inviting Skip Bayless on the show. But I wanted y'all to hear this also because I know a lot of black folks, mm -hmm. particularly black children, are taught like, oh, you got to respect white people. You know, you got to talk to white people a certain way. Like you got, especially the people that are elder, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But there's a certain point where it don't matter how old somebody is. It don't matter that they're white. It don't matter their authority. They came at you so sideways that you ain't got no other choice than to set them straight. And this is an example of that. Check it out. I send you. So okay. Let's, All right, that's let's fair. Get, let's get, right. let's get right. down well, to well, that. Let's, let's, stay, let's not get personal here. I just no, want to no, know, just not, it's do, not you, do you this think you're better than Darrell Rivas is right now? I'm better than you. So. And there you have it, Th That's a clip. <laughs> if you are looking for something to like uplift you during lunch today, go on YouTube and watch Richard Sherman versus Skip Bayless and get a real, especially if you like, you got to go and talk to your boss or you got to go and like quit your job today. That, that's what you should do. That'll get you there. That become a TikTok sound. Because <laughs> that has so many applications. Are you better than Jerome? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm better than you. Ba -ba. All right. Well, give, give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Do you have any good stories about like when you were quitting a job and you really just like let them have it before you left? Like Shannon basically is going to have to buy himself out and he's not really letting them have it. But I know that he wish he could just really go up in somebody's office and be like, let me tell you a thing or two before I go. If you've done it, I want to hear about it. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And as you know, we are always trying to keep you informed. Thus, we got to hit you with some 60-second headlines. All right. Hit it. Grima says she's 35, not 43, because she doesn't count the years she spent in prison. I mean, I don't think that's how it works. And I do feel like years in prison would actually mean more because I know that these pandemic years have definitely aged me. Feel that. Next one. Sean Diddy Combs sues liquor giant Diageo, accusing them of racism. Check time. <laughs> Chiggy check. I mean, I don't know how true any of this is, but I know that he's definitely going to try and get that money. Well, Bill Cosby is being sued for a 1969 sexual assault by a former Playboy model. You know, people were really like, leave that man alone. I'm like, no, he should have left the drugs alone from putting them in the drinks. Yes. Putting them in the pudding. <laughs> All right, last one. Damon John hits former Shark Tank contestants with a temporary restraining order after they call him out on social media. Um, For us, by us? No, <laughs> that sounds like for us, bitch ass. Get out of here. Stop. 
That's it for 60 Second Headlines. We got more of the Amanda Seal Show when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, yay. Welcome. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Happy World Environment Day. That's a weird one because, like, the world is the environment. Right, right. But I'll we take it. specific environments, like, you know. I mean, you know, your girl love nature, so I'm cool with it. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what do we got coming up this hour for Black Eared News? Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about Texas becomes the largest state to ban diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts at public universities. Plus, you remember Chili, TLC? That's my girl. Well, she revealed that she found it hard to get over Usher. They ain't stopped talking to 2019, Amanda. 2019. I get it. Plus, you got your big up letdown coming up this hour. All of that and more. Remember, you can hit us up 1855-AMANDA8. That's 1855-262-6328. Also, if you haven't checked out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast, take a listen, or you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Also want to remind you that we are live streaming two Smart, Funny, and Black shows from Nashville, Tennessee on June 17th in partnership with the National Museum of African American History. We're going to be doing two free shows for Juneteenth. And you know what? If you can't make it to Nashville, all you got to do is go to Amanda Seals TV on YouTube and you'll be able to watch the show. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be two of them. Yeah. So go head over there or set your reminders, etc. But uh, that's what's going down. We want to make sure that you are all going to take part because the the first time that we're ever making Smartphone and Black available on a live stream. All right, well, we got more for you when we get back. You know, we always, of course, got Black Eerie News for you, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals person talking. Um... And uh, we got Jeremiah, like the Bible here. We were talking last hour about how like Shannon Sharp is leaving Undisputed because right. him and Skip Bayless like be getting into it. And so he's not just leaving, he's buying himself out. Mm-hmm. I want to make it very clear. That's next level, Jeremiah. Really? To buy yourself out of a contract because you're like, I can't stay here another. Mm-hmm. I can't even stay here through my contract. I'm going to give you money to let me go. Yeah. I can't let it go, y'all. I know you're like, you're still talking about this. Yes, I am. Because I'm sure on that level, too, the buyout amount is also... Significant. It it ain't like a little chump change. They want you on that network bringing them ratings. Absolutely. But I was trying to remember, like, what was the argument where I saw Shannon, like, really lose it? Mm -hmm. And it was when... Basically, they were talking about Tom Brady and Skip mm-hmm. Bayless like brought in Shannon into the conversation on some like, well, you ain't you ain't do that or you haven't been on that level. And Shannon took his glasses off. And that was a whole thing that he had to take the glasses off to see him clearly for what it was. I'm screaming. <laughs> All right. Not take the glasses off. Yes. Well, speaking of taking the glasses <laughs> off, Texas continues to show who they really are. <laughs> Uh, tell us about what's coming on, what's going on in Texas with Black Eared News. Well, according to the Texas Tribune, lawmakers came to an agreement on Saturday to advance legislation that would, guess what, ban DEI offices, programs, and training at public funded universities. Um, the measure stipulates that all hiring at public universities must be, quote unquote, colorblind and sex neutral, and that schools cannot create diversity offices or hire employees to conduct DEI work. They are really working hard at really saying, you know what? This is a white country and we all are not going to make it any different. Yeah. That's the commitment. I mean, they're also the, the state, the second state following, you know, <laughs> good, good old, old Florida. Florida. Good old Florida. So ban DEI initiatives for public higher education. That's the key thing too. It's like higher ed, which is very interesting. Um, because I feel like that's the first place most people are able to, not most people, but a lot of people are engaging with people of diverse backgrounds on a... 
Oh, 1000%. intellectual level. I remember like, you know, when I was speaking at colleges a lot of times, and by the way, if you want to book me to go to your college, all you got to do is go to amandaseals.com. But I remember when I was speaking at colleges and I would go to campuses that were like behind God's back, mm -hmm. you know, and it would be like, oh yeah, you're the first black person I've seen or like coming to college was the first time they saw black people. Mm -hmm. And so I would end up being like, I would end up like doing these like diversity and inclusion conversations with groups of people who are like, I'm still getting used to seeing like people who are not white. Right, right. I had the opposite experience. Yeah. I'm getting used to seeing people who are white. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. This is Atlanta. Okay. I just feel like it's very clear what the initiative is. We just saw that Ron DeSantis like came out and was like, I'm going to end woke. I'm going to obliterate woke. And Greg Abbott, they're all in the same gang of corny. You think they have a group chat together? Oh my God. What does a Ron DeSantis <laughs> and Greg Abbott group chat look like? They seem, send like anti-woke memes to each other. They send anti-woke memes to each other and they use the N-word a lot. Oh, definitely. At this point, it's probably, it's probably like autocorrects when they like try to like not spell it correct. In all caps. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just like share like pictures of guns. Oh, definitely. The little gun memes like from Facebook with like the American flag with the Confederate flag attached. I can see it so mm -hmm. clearly. Mm -hmm. With barbed wire. <laughs> but, ooh, barbed wire. Camouflage. Just gratuitous camouflage, camo. Camouflage. They probably spell ha 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 instead of LOL. <laughs> I feel that for them. Mm. Woo, child. Well, that's what's going on in, in Texas. So, all right, listeners in Texas. We got a lot of listeners in Texas. How does this make you feel? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. How does it make you feel to see these types of things being passed mm -hmm. in legislation um, where they're basically just saying like, you know what? Because they like to put it under the guise of, oh, we want it to be colorblind and mm -hmm. non-gender biased, but we don't live in a colorblind, non-gender biased society. Right, so that's right. why we create these guardrails mm -hmm. to make people have to like really look at criteria in a different way. Yes, yes. Mm. All right. Well, hit me up. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. When we got back, Chili's got a revelation mm -hmm. about U.S. Ooh, <laughs> and baby, tell me what you want to do. You want to stick around. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yeehaw. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> okay, yeehaw. We were really talking about Texas a lot last break. Okay. So yeehaw was just like within my soul. Um, but we are... Here at the Amanda Seal Show, keeping this Black Hero News thing going. This story is really interesting. It is. So y'all know Chili from TLC. First of all, I'm a TLC stan. I love TLC. I'm not a stan. I'm not a stan for anybody, but I do love TLC. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to go see them when they come to LA. You're definitely a stan for Kiki Palmer. I don't know who you're fooling. I'm not like in it. Like people that, how they act on, online, I don't do all that. But I do like, that's the one person. That's my girl. That's yeah. my girl. That's my girl. But our other girl, Chili, she been opening it up. So during a interview with People Magazine, she said the chemistry between her and Usher was strong in their professional relationship. But the working chemistry doesn't mean they have great personal chemistry like together, you know, like as a couple. And it took her a long time for her to get over him. So they dated between 2001 and 2004. And they had, they didn't stop talking until 2019. So they had like on and off contact in that time. So you know how people had like a little situation shit. You kind of take people on the side, like, hey, big head, how you doing? Yuck. Sending him song lyrics. He sends some back. She's like, you want this old thing But back? I think if any of us were watching Chili, you know, she was going through a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just there was a lot of healing mm -hmm. that needed to be done. So I don't mm -hmm. even think it was necessarily even about like Usher per se. I think, you know, it was more so that she was attached because they had formed a bond that mm -hmm. was a trauma bond mm -hmm. and she could not break out from that. And then he also probably wasn't healthy either in that mindset and so it just ends up because he's younger than her right significantly yeah yeah so you're dating this one younger they're not even on your emotional mental level no. quite yet even though that was a cute couple it was a cute couple they were absolutely a cute couple and i just felt like there was also going to be cute choreo but <laughs> they never put a song out together never a little dance break video i mean they did the video where they were like look we're in love you know oh, yeah. oh she's definitely in the you got, you it, got bad. it bad in the rain. Yeah. One thing about an R&B video, they're going to have a <laughs> rain soon. Rain. 
she's also and you remind me remind i was gonna me, say dancing well, in a club with her little belly out but she's also like kind of like featured a little bit in the you don't got to call you don't have to call really yeah like in the beginning of the, you don't have to call like he's like in the house and he's like dancing he's like situation and he's like feeling himself and then the bus remember he's in the car and the uh-huh. bus goes by and she's on the side of the bus i didn't peep that let's go back and watch that video or maybe i just didn't notice it i, don't I love that video that. so much i own it you own the video? Like, it's literally in my iTunes. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. Like, I own it, though. So like, I know the choreo. Situation. Throw some Heelys on and watch me slide across the floor. Yeah. But that was that. Was that. <laughs> well, have you all ever had a hard time, like, breaking letting off go. with somebody and letting go? And what did you do? What did you do? Block them. You gotta block them. That's the only way you could let them go. I was gonna talk about mine when we got back, but we have the big up let down. So I'll tell you another time. <laughs> but we got a show all week, Amanda. We do have a show all week. You know what? We should actually just really make this a topic over the course of the week. Like, okay. have you ever like had a breakup that you couldn't get over? Like someone that you couldn't let go of? Yes. And I want to know from you guys, like, what was the breaking point or what was the point where you said like, okay, you know what? I got to do this different. I got to let go. And how did you let go? Cause sometimes it's not even that you let go. <laughs> they let go of you. I know that's my story. So hit me up, 1855-Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. We were Jihan earlier. We were talking about chilling them people. <laughs> but now it's time for my girl Amanda Seals to hit y'all with the big up let down. Let's get into it. All right. Today's big up, big up. goes to... Today's big up goes to Tennessee's federal judge ruling the drag pan is unconstitutional. That's right. Tennessee's version of not allowing drag queens and kings in public settings has been declared unconstitutional by a federal judge in Memphis. By the way, it's a judge that Trump actually put in place. And the ruling was determined based on the First Amendment and freedom of speech. So basically what happens is Friend of George's Inc. is a nonprofit organization based in Memphis. And they produce drag-centered performances, comedy sketches, plays, and they sued the state over the bill that Governor Bill Lee quickly signed into law that restricted adult cabaret performances which includes exotic dancers, strippers, and female impersonators in public spaces and in the presence of children. How you are aligning female impersonators with strippers and exotic dancers is bonkers and nonsense. But basically, if you were found in violation, you could have been punished of a fine up to 2500 or up to a year in jail. And that lets us know that the pink would have never stayed in business because they would have sued the pink and Uncle Clifford because people be having their babies up in there, okay? So... This situation, though, is very important that y'all need to understand this, that it came down to the Constitution. All right. And the judge said on a very basic level, the mandate as to speech is limited by the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. And it commands that laws infringing on the freedom of speech must be narrow and well-defined. This law, the Adult Entertainment Act, is neither. Now, some of y'all might be thinking like, this is crazy. This is terrible. Here's the thing. And I want to say this 1000 times. And I'm going to say this again for the 1000th and one time. If you, for some weird reason, have a, have an issue with drag queens. If you, for some weird reason, have an issue with drag queens reading to children, you don't have to take your kids to have drag queens read to them. Mm Mm-hmm. You, right. it's, no one is forcing you. No one is saying that this is a school uh, project. Like, no one is doing that. A school project. No. And the same way, though, that it's like every parent has, like, what they want their kids to learn, what they don't want their kids to learn. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that school is genuinely a place where you're going to have control over that in some ways. And you're not going to have control because your kids are also interacting with other kids. But outside of school... You don't have to control what other parents are doing either. And at the end of the day, drag queens do perform drag shows that are not strip shows. At all. They're not. They're literally singing. They're singing Bette Midler a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Everything's coming up roses. 
So I just hope everybody like gets their act together and stops trying to shut down everybody else. If you don't like what people are doing and it's not even harming you, just don't go. The same way that like if you don't like what I'm saying and I'm not harming you, just unfollow me on Instagram, please. Turn out the radio. That's it. Bye. Our let down goes to Chris Christie. (laughs) What do you do? Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. We're going to call an audible right now. You know who our letdown actually needs to go to? Our letdown needs to go to the Tennessee lawmaker who actually created that law and who literally doesn't know how constitutional law works. And it's so embarrassing for him because he really thought that this didn't apply to all of the counties. So he said, before you get too excited, this is Representative Chris Todd, before you get too excited about what's being reported, facts should be considered. Although I'm disappointed that this court ignored decades of Supreme Court precedent, they did not do that. Uh, I'm confident the law is narrowly tailored to protect our kids from sexually explicit performances. By the way, we also need to make it clear that this whole drag queen ban was never about drag queens. It was about LGBTQ. Right. Okay. Well, the this man said the judge provided a quote unquote opinion that the law was unconstitutional, but the court only enjoined the law in Shelby County. It still stands and applies to the other 94 counties. I'm hopeful our attorney general will continue to defend it and appeal the decision. And people came back who have like actual law degrees and said, tell me you don't understand constitutional law without telling me you don't understand constitutional law. You could have called at least one lawyer before tweeting this Mm -mm. because y'all the facts are that it actually does exist in all counties when I say does exist I mean the failure exists in all counties so these are the people that are in office another reminder that you don't have to be smart to be a legislator Mm -mm. you just have to have money and you just have to have a cunning sensibility a good press photo. Yeah. So anyone out there who is smart and maybe doesn't have the money, but has the heart, you just got to get people with the money behind you. And we can get you in office to make these decisions because these people don't deserve it. That's right. That's today's big up, big up. Let down. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seals Show will be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Jeremy Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals on The Amanda Seals Show. Thank you for listening. Reminder, if you missed anything from the show, you can check out our daily podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. Just type in The Amanda Seals Show. Plus, we're always taking your calls on topics, or if you just want to reach out, say what's up, you can hit us up anytime, 24-7, at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And we actually have a caller to tell us about what they want in a presidential candidate, Amanda. I want to hear it, because I've been asking for y'all to call me with this for a long time. Long time. Hey Amanda. Hey Jeremiah. I like the Bible. It's Kim from St. Louis. And I'd like the next presidential candidate to speak to the following. Eliminating book bans, qualified immunity, gerrymandering, and the electoral college. All of those need to go. Mm. And then also I'd like for them to speak to police reform, equity in sentencing, and the elimination of term limits for both the House and the Senate. I love, love, love you guys and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Love you back. I agree. I do too. Especially um, around the Electoral College. We got to get that together. I feel like the Electoral College comes back and bites us every four years. I feel like that was something that was made up (laughs) when there were 13 frigging colonies. Right. And the fact that we're still out here running with it is mm. nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's all backwards. Especially when you see like the popular vote, it'd be like, so I, so people wanted me to win. <laughs> and y'all was like, never nah. mind. <laughs> you're, too, you're too cool for school. 
It's really tricky. It's really messed up. And a lot of people don't even really know about it. Right. But a lot of people really feel like, well, that's just the way it is. And that's why I shouldn't vote. And I think that's absolutely why you should vote, because that's the way it is. And we need to vote people in who are going to change it. Right. We'll change it for like the better of the. Nation. You know what I think people really don't understand, though? What? Laws change. Oh, yeah. That's why we have amendments. No, but people don't really believe that. Well, it's proof in the pudding. Because at one point, we were slaves. Listen. <laughs> we couldn't vote. Laws change. And I don't think people know that laws change because people get in office mm-hmm. and they change the laws. Yeah, yeah. Add new stuff, come up with different stuff, all types of stuff. And the whole point is that the laws should change with the times. But they're trying to take us back in time. Uh, but I agree with sis. So thank you for calling one 855 8 That's one 855 We're going to keep it moving right here when we get back with more Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this up. We shine. Amanda Seals. It is June 5th, okay? Cinco de Junio. <laughs> and we were just talking about Usher and Chili last break. Mm-hmm. And did you know that on this day in 2004, Usher became the first artist since the Bee Gees in 1978 that plays three songs in the U.S. Top 10. Really? Burn was at number one. Okay. Yeah, was at number four. And Confessions Part 2 was at number nine. Listen, that's an album, so I believe it. Had the streets on lock with that one. And some old history okay. in 1862. Where are we going? It was the first time the United States recognized the Republic of Haiti. Because remember, Haiti was the first colony mm-hmm. to beat the British, like to beat the French. Right. Like they were like, to rebel. yes, to rebel and become an independent colony. I like that for them. I don't like the fact that it's like the re- we had to wait to the U.S. recognize us because who was the U.S.? I don't know if they were waiting for us. I'm just saying that's when well, no, America was yeah. like, hey, y'all. I don't like that part. But shout out to Haiti. We love the fact that y'all was out there with the with them hands. Yes. And bye, shout bye, out bye. to Henri Christophe, who was one of the like real fight freedom fighters in Haiti and who was also born in Grenada. La Paul Grenada Massive. La Grenade. Do you have Grenadian roots? Is that what's going on? Okay, this is from the man who has to say Howard every two That's seconds. That's why I did it, because trying to get me. <laughs> what do we got coming up this hour? This hour, we got to talk about Utah. This is an interesting situation, because they're banning a particular book in elementary and middle schools. Another book ban? Yes, but due it's to a- vulgarity and violence. But the book might surprise you, Amanda. Yeah? Okay, so we'll talk Is about it a book that. that I've read? You've seen it. You've seen it. You might, oh, okay. have, you might have heard about it. <laughs> All right, thank you too. Plus, we got to talk about um, DC Young Fly. He lost his longtime partner, Jackie O, yeah. um, unfortunately, over the past week. And we're going to talk about your latest episode of Small Doses Side Effects of Climate Change. Yes, yes. We're going to do all of that right here at the Amanda Seal Show. So keep it locked, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I'm here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. Mm-hmm. We got some blacker news to get into. I think y'all need to turn up your radios and this, listen to this one. This is funny. So, <laughs> in Utah, a parent frustrated by the efforts to ban materials from schools convinced a suburban district that some Bible verses, mm, the Bible, the Bible, were too vulgar. <laughs> Or violent for younger children. You and guess what? Say. The Book of Mormon could be next. Naturally. <laughs> I'm a, are you surprised by this? Are you shocked? I'm by surprised this? that she got it through. Right. That's the I think that's what it is that they were able to flip this book ban that we've seen in other states in a way against the people who are making these book bans. Well, because I mean, it's I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yes, I mean, because yes. the Bible is not a children's book. It's not a children's book. That's why they make children's versions of the Bible. Fair, exactly. <laughs> and the children's versions of the Bible usually are simply just like s- s- stories, right? right? It'll like, be like David and Goliath. Like when I, you Noah's know, get, uh, J- uh, Noah and the whale. Mm. I mean, not Noah and the whale. No, um, Jonah, Jonah, Jonah and the I'm whale. Like, Who's in the whale? Daniel and the lion's den. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like they're not learning about like Lot's wife turning into a pillar of salt. 
Can you imagine you tell it to a seven-year-old? You're like, a pillar of salt. They're like, oh my God, if my mom looks back at me, if I look back at my mom when I'm going into preschool, she could turn into a pillar of salt? Maybe. If, it, if the preschool is Sodom and Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, but the Davis School District in north of Salt Lake City removed the Bible from its elementary and middle schools while keeping it in high schools after the committee reviewed the scripture in response to the parental complaint. My favorite part about this is that there's like a privacy policy. <laughs> So they don't know who actually made the request for this. Oh, I love this. (laughs) I love this, which means that I feel like we should all do this privately in different districts. And the reason why. So for everyone who's listening and is like, that's terrible. You know, my kids are Christian, et cetera. Your kids being Christian don't got nothing to do with them being in public school. Mm hmm. I think also this exposes the, just the hypocrisy of the bill. Well, that, I mean, it's that's like, the number one. It's like, okay, we've we been in books for vulgarity and all these, and violence. The Bible is full of those things. They're also banning books for nothing, right? Yeah. Like they're banning books about like just black people being black. Mm-hmm. And they're banning it because it says the person is black. Mm-hmm. It's like, but that is a black person. They used the word racism. They said with that person, it was racist. It's like, they threw a rock at me and called me the N-word. So I don't know what you're talking <laughs> I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I really don't have another word for that. I don't. I would love to, but that's just what it was. Well, I really feel like this is um, a really interesting time when we're looking at these books because it really attaches to the efforts that are being made legislatively in other ways. Like we talked about earlier, how Texas is taking away DEI from public uh, colleges. And you notice what we're talking about. We're talking about public spaces, right? So basically I feel like what they're also trying to do is make public spaces no longer have any guardrails. And then private spaces are going to be priced out of the range of folks. Mm -hmm. So it ends up making it to where like, like people who don't align with these necessary like ideals are going to feel like they don't have nowhere to go. That's what they want. Nowhere free to go. No room in the end. It's a Bible reference, in case y'all didn't catch it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I am here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, we got to send some love out to DC Young Fly. We do. You, you, you like cool with DC Young Fly. I am cool with your, DC. One of your partner dems, as they say in Atlanta. Um, well, you know, we did send love out to him because unfortunately, this past week, he lost his longtime partner, Jackie O, who passed away, who they actually met on Wildin' Out in 2015. Together, they shared the daughters, Nova, who they welcomed in 2016, and Nala, who they welcomed in August 2020. And earlier this year, they welcomed their son, Prince Nehemiah. That's a cute name. Um, and unfortunately, Jackie was only 32. And I think I love to see the outpour of love from because social media can be a really terrible place. Yes, it can be toxic. But in moments like this, mm-hmm. you see the humanity of people like especially because I think D.C. is so beloved by the community for like just being a comedic talent. Just being a fun light that seeing someone like that lose someone close to them who he's kind of like shown like this is my partner. You yeah. Know, we're in love. It's kind of jarring. People are like able to be like, you know what? Take the time out of being crazy and like send love and positivity to that. So I actually love seeing that. Although he's experiencing this um, terrible, terrible loss. I'm happy to see the community kind of rally around him and send his love, send him love. It took me a couple days to send him a message because I felt, you know, I don't ever want to give people like a canned Like, I think it's very easy to just say, accept my condolences. Mm -hmm. And I mean, sometimes that's really all there is like to say. But then when it's someone that, you know, Mm -hmm. it just feels like you need to give more. And so it took me a few days to like find the words. Mm -hmm. As much as with loss, it's kind of like there what you what you really want. I can't provide you. Yeah. Like nothing I can say. Nothing I can say. Especially at this point. This is very, very fresh. Um, But like you said, you want to be able to let people know, like, I am here. I'm acknowledging that this you're experiencing this thing. Um, I mean, there are no words to really kind of capture that sometimes. Well, also, I always say it's a one way. Like when you send somebody love, it's one way. Mm -hmm. You know, if they send it back. So whatever. But like you sent it one way. You Mm -hmm. sent it for a purpose. So I just uh, we want to make sure that we send some love out to D.C. and to his kids and their family and all, you know, their friends. And this is really uh It's also really um, it's really sad because apparently she was uh, she lost her life during surgery Mm -hmm. and she was getting like I think it's called like a mommy makeover. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think, you know, we just I just took me back to Donda West. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm not sure if there's any similarity beyond that. They both like died related to surgery Um, because I know Donda's was more like postoperative, but it's just like. I I didn't realize also in the wake of this, they, there was a lot of videos coming out around like just um, 
fat redistribution and how like BBLs. I don't even know if she was going for a BBL, but somehow right, like right. this conversation came out because of the mommy makeover topic, and they were just talking about just how dangerous BBL surgery is. Very dangerous. Um, and uh, at some point, I'm gonna play some audio from you from this doctor, but I need to cut the audio down because it's a little bit long. But he was really just dropping gems, and I think we just only. You know, see like the surface of things, and then yeah. you see know. the results, and not realizing like, oh, you are really. Well, anytime you go, you go under for something, like there's that yes. possibility. But with certain surgeries, there's like a higher risk. Absolutely. Well, nonetheless, um, nobody in their family was expecting this, and I just can't imagine how jarring it must be. So, sending love their way. We'll be right back right here, to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Uh, we're about to get into our Small Doses segment. You know, my podcast, Small Doses, goes down every week. Actually, we were just talking about and sending our love to DC Young Fly, who just lost his longtime partner, Jackie O. And uh, we're going to be actually airing an episode shoot soon in the coming weeks. Um mm-hmm where we got to sit down with young Dolph's uh, wife, Mia J, and talk about the side effects of healing after loss. And it was such an incredible conversation. And I feel like it was also um, lighter than I like expected it to be. And she shared so much about Dolph that I just didn't expect her to share, just like her openness. And it was really beautiful just to see how her healing process has been working and um, you know I just yeah, I can't imagine particularly losing she's she shares how many people that she has lost in right, her life and, right. and, and the ways that they that they have gone so I uh, can't wait to share that episode with you all because I know a lot of us are really trying to find ways to deal with significant loss and I think she does share a lot uh, speaking of sharing a lot this week we uh, did side effects of climate change that's right talked about how we're losing our planet every day and every uh <laughs> We had guest Celine Simon, who has a non-profit called The Slow Factory. And she created The Slow Factory because she started out in fashion and she just saw how much waste was being created in fashion. And she was like, I I can't really be a part of this. Like, I got to change where, like, I'm at. And she's from Lebanon. She's not a white lady. Y'all be so pressed to call everybody white. Like, she is not a white lady. She is from Lebanon. Like she said in an interview, she was like, I'm Lebanese. Several times. <laughs> okay. She makes several, like, reference. She literally speaks Arabic, like, several times, and she refers to herself as Muslim. Like, so even if she, anyways. They were like, no, white lady. Well, I know people are listening like, well, you just need the nationality and religion. That doesn't make her not white. But by nature of the fact that she is not a white lady. Right. She is also Lebanese and Muslim. Mm-hmm. And even if she were a white Lebanese Muslim, she does not in any way. Uh, I What's the word I'm looking for? Not identify, but she also doesn't like perpetuate like. White supremacy. Th- well, she speaks against it openly about white supremacy. Uh, but she also speaks about just like recycling mm-hmm. and how what we really think we're doing. We're not doing. Check it out. So there is a new term that's called wish cycling, which is essentially putting something in your recycling bin and wishing it will get recycled. In the United <laughs> States, less than 4% of what you put in your recycle bin gets actually recycled. No. Less than 4%. I know it's very f- sad. I'm sorry to swear, but it is very it's sad. <laughs> And so essentially, I've never known that. Yes, it's sad. It's sad. It's, it's, I mean, you know, because at the end of the day, the plastics that they are using for any sorts of packaging, they're not recyclable. So you have that little sign that's like cryptic and it has a triangle with some arrows and has some numbers in it. Mm. Yes. Read, look it up on the internet and see if this plastic can be actually recyclable. And if not, contact the company and tell them, stop using this plastic. Stop using this type of plastic because it does not get recycled. And if it doesn't get recycled, it doesn't disintegrate. It doesn't decompose. It just becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and turns into these microplastics. Less than 4%, Amanda. What are we doing? (laughs) And they're also fining us 
for like putting the wrong items right, in the recycling right. bin and then the items that are actually in the recycling bin aren't even get recycled. Yeah, yeah. A mess. Well, her nonprofit Slow Factory is grounded in education mm-hmm. and educating folks about climate change in really unique ways. Like one of the ways is she like takes people on trips to like a landfill. Right. And she said that people will definitely be like, I'm against this. I am against climate change. You're right. I am. I am. You know, this is terrible. And then she'll like take them to the to the landfill. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be seeing like their stuff in the landfill. Like, oh, that's my uh, my purse. <laughs> <laughs> we made that purse last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she really, really just also, I think what was really great about this interview was how she really spoke to the ways in which the, the, the people, like people on the, the I guess, internet? no, like the people in climate change who oh. really be acting like they're like the top voices of climate change, really mm-hmm. try and put it on the people mm-hmm. versus on the corporations a lot of times. Which is really who's polluting the planet. Yes. So <laughs> they really like, if you would just be vegan, like we wouldn't have this problem. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's it. so she dispels that. Then she talks about the way that climate change is racism mm-hmm. and how it affects people and how there's environmental racism. So I hope you all check out the episode because I really just, I loved recording this episode. One of my favorites of all time. And you know, no, it takes a lot for me to say that. So uh, check it out wherever you get your podcasts and you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right. Now we're going to keep it locked right here because we got more to talk about, like our road trip that we're on right now. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here in Atlanta. That's right. With Jeremiah, like the Bible. Where do we come from? Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> We came from, Rosa Parks was not there, y'all. Don't ask. But we came from the stomping grounds of Rosa, the people we learned about in school, the Montgomery Boys Boycott. We was there, we were there with the people. We was there. On the ground. We was there with the people. It was actually really dope uh, that we got to go because I wasn't really sure. Like, So a lot of times, I got to be honest, I'm moving around so much mm-hmm. that I'll literally just look at my phone and be like, oh, I'm supposed to like be somewhere. I'm supposed to be in Alabama tomorrow. Yeah, like I'm supposed to be in Alabama tomorrow. I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing something like major. Um, and so, you know, sometimes like I don't really fully know like what I'm actually doing until I'm doing it. And so it was really great when we got there and uh, I got to really see what was going down. So we were a part of Alabama Forward. Mm-hmm. And basically Alabama Forward, it was uh, it was put together by this nonprofit called Democracy Now or Never. And they are um, really working actively to get the um, the people of Alabama up and voting. Right. Because apparently only 20% of the state was like active in the last election. So, you know, we're trying to get people to register to vote, to, to flip Alabama the way Georgia flipped in the last presidential election, which is possible. It can be done. It can absolutely be done. And there's a case right now that they that these people mm-hmm. actually took to the Supreme Court right. called Merrill versus Milligan. And it involves Alabama's 2021 redistricting map for its seven seats in the U.S. House of Representatives. And they're basically just not acknowledging that the black people that live in their district meet the threshold for there to be two different congressional dif- districts. Right. And so that limits the amount of representatives that can be sent to the house on behalf of these people. Right. So what it's saying is that like, well, this whole group of black people, y'all get two. When we deserve more than two based upon the, the, the laws and the metrics. Yes. And so the three judge court included two judges uh, when they brought it to SCOTUS and um, it, they ruled that the state's map likely violated Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. I mean, that sounds very, very likely. likely. <laughs> because basically what I need y'all to know, and then uh, Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson mentioned this in their comments, mm-hmm. but she was like, the 16th Amendment says that redistricting has to be based on race, mm-hmm. that it has to acknowledge black people and making sure that they are getting a fair representation. Mm-hmm. And they actually have like benchmarks for this. So if you're ignoring those benchmarks, then you are in violation. And so that's what they are. Their whole case is around. But this is the concern. If the Supreme Court says, oh, well, then it means that the Voting Rights Act that Martin Luther King and all these mm-hmm. people fought so hard for is being gutted. Right. It sets uh, it's already started to be gutted. Yes. It sets a new precedent. Which you don't want to Because once they get a precedent in that, in that Supreme Court. So y'all know what a precedent is? A precedent is like, well, this thing happens. So the next time something else happens, I can be like, well, that thing happened. Right. Right. 
or it's even harder to kind of argue because like, well, y'all let the last thing slide, so why this don't slide? Which is why in your relationships, don't set a precedent <laughs> for behavior that you don't want. <laughs> Not in a relationship. Well, because that's how you got to relate it to folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if your partner does something you don't like and you like, I mean, it's fine. Then when they do it the second time, mm-hmm. they're like, well, how was I supposed to know? Let me do it last time. You set a precedent. Last time I was texting the girl back, you ain't saying nothing. Ooh. And now you mad. Don't be mad now. She said, what's up, though? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah, please, you're triggering people. <laughs> But we had a great time in Alabama. Shout mm-hmm. out to the whole crew. Shout out to Kadita. Kadita is a 26-year-old just force of nature. Right. Uh, and shout out to Evan as well, Evan Milligan. Just a force of nature in how they really put mm-hmm. their hearts and souls into Alabama. And young people. But thanks to uh, thanks to people of Alabama and Montgomery, I will go back. I love, you know, I love being in the South. It's like home. I mean, it is home. I was like, you're from you're from Atlanta. It is home. Uh, and um, we're here in Alabama. I mean, we're here in Atlanta doing yes. some interviews for Small Doses Podcast. You working. Ain't I? Ain't I? Ain't I? Ain't I? Y'all hit me up, one amanda 8 That's one 262 You're going to be hearing a lot about voting because we're going to be doing a lot to get y'all to vote. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the Bible. What is cracking? We've been here all day long. Uh, happy birthday, by the way, on this June 5th, 2023. Uh, to uh, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. I wonder if there's one person celebrating their birthday with their old family or their new family. And that would be Ryan McNutt. That's what they were saying. That's what they were on the computer. They said he had two families. I don't know. He, I, you know I what? You know how many families he said he has? <laughs> how many? One. <laughs> 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 yes. He's a great singer. Great singer. Great. Beautiful great gowns. Singer. Great singer. Beautiful gowns. All right. What do we got for Black Hero News this hour? We got to talk about these politicians. They oh, yes. Always saying the darndest thing. You know, we started the show by talking about Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few hours ago and how they fr- they raised the debt ceiling and all that yes, BS. Yes, well, yes. we're going to play a clip of him in the press conference after the that. And y'all, just listen close to what he say. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous. All right. Plus, we got 60 second headlines coming up because there's so many stories we just can't get to, but you got to like know about them. Yeah. And we got your big up let down, Amanda. All of that. All of that. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Just search The Amanda Seals Show. Also, you know, every Friday I do things I learned this week. And I would love to hear from you all what you have learned last week, this week. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I'm not joking, y'all. Like, I really, really want to hear from y'all. And, like, when we had callers hit us up with what they learned, I learned. And that's my favorite thing, sharing things to learn. So hit me up, okay? 1-855-AMANDA-8. It's not a, it's, it's not an order, but it kind of is a different you go missing, do your homework. <laughs> we'll be right back with Politicians Do the Say the Darnest Things uh, at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seal Show, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it's time for another edition of... Politicians say the darndest thing. Not today, Amanda. <laughs> Not a new sound effect. <laughs> we got to talk about this man who got that speaker at the house position. His name Kevin McCarthy. Mm. 58 years old. Yeah. It took about those many years to get him actually elected to speaker of the house. Yes. And since he's been there, he's had this to say in response to the whole debt ceiling tobacco. For things we bought that we can return, like COVID money, money to China and others, we're bringing that back. We might have a child that has no job, no dependents, but sitting on a couch. We're going to encourage that person to get a job and have to go to work, which gives them worth and value. Stop. We're going to look at just other stop things it. Too to- just stop it. Just stop it. Wait, can we run it back? I just, I, please, I want you to run it back one more time so y'all can hear. We bought that we can return, like COVID money, 
money to China and others, we're bringing that back. We might have a child that has no job, no what? dependents, but sitting on a couch. We're going to encourage that person to get a job. What is he work, talking about? And now, don't work. get me wrong. It, it may have been just like a, a slip, but... Just talking. <laughs> he said there may be a child sitting on the couch that doesn't have a job. We're going to get that baby a job. He's like that old commercial. They used to be like, you sit at home. Don't get a degree. <laughs> what you going to do with your life? Right. What you going to do? Don't you want to get up? Don't you want to do something? I mean, to be fair, you know, they banning the books and all that. They're like, you're going to be in school. You might as well come get a job. Listen, you got states like Idaho. You got states like Arkansas that are basically like them child labor laws. Get that out of here. It's time for you 12-year-olds to get off your butts. Get to work. They're like them little chore calendars on the kitchen, <laughs> on the, the refrigerator. And that ain't enough. Ain't enough. What are you it. contributing to the home? You know what this really <laughs> makes me think of? <laughs> You know, because like black parents be like, you don't pay the bills in here. And like, you know, you might soon be like, actually, the lights. I mean, some people are paying the bills. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't understand. Anytime people are talking at this point, to your point, you, it, it sounds like he, could, he was just talking. But that's even to further the point. They just be talking, mm-hmm. not giving any extra regards to their words. Yes. You just in front of my running your mouth. With cameras around you. You're like, yeah, you know, the kids go to work. <laughs> Are your kids going to work, Kevin McCarthy? Babe. Your grandkids? No. They not. It's, Are you at work? Are you working? That's the real it's question. It's succession. I mean, I will say this makes me think of like Oliver Twist. It makes me think of like industrial. <laughs> oh no, it makes me think of turn of the century industrial England when there were no labor laws. Industrial America. Bingo. If we was there before, we can go back real quick. Food, sir. Please, sir. More food, sir. Food, glorious food, hot sausage and mustard. I'll keep going if you don't start. I don't think people like realize though, like that was like a whole era of America. Because they kind of like skip over in school real quick. Like, oh, industrial revolution, mm-hmm. we was building stuff. Now we're going to World War One. It's like, no, there was a whole era where people were like in these cities and these slums, thugging it. Thugging it out. And then what happened after that? What happened after that? Uh, the Depression. Oh yeah, Great Depression, it's so much that happened after that. Actually, so I was like, "What happened?" If memory serves me correct, and I could be wrong, but I think child labor laws actually came out of this Great Depression. I think it came out yeah. of FDR, yeah, the New Deal, the New Deal, Deal. Maybe. Yeah. I got look check at us my, paying attention. I got to check my history books, but y'all know I'll be on it. I was, I got A's in history. I used to be on it. I was on it, and FDR had the New Deal with all the alphabets. You know, mm-hmm. he started all these federal programs, etc. Security. Yes. That's how we got that. Yeah. Like a lot of people, just y'all don't understand. Like we're so accustomed mm-hmm. to things that are just here mm-hmm. that we don't understand that they weren't here at one point, and that we got to fight to keep them here mm-hmm. because there are people who are literally like, "Nah, we don't need that," and they're basing that on something that doesn't even exist. They're basing it on like, well, we want America to be back like how it was during the time before these things. Okay, I say that. And as we are now, like to bring it full circle, they're trying to bring it back to, you know, the Gilded Age. No one wants to go there. And the Gilded Age was when there was like a huge chasm Mm -hmm. between the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. And it also was a failed show that was supposed to follow Downton Abbey that was on HBO. And though I love Julian Fellows and I love Downton Abbey, this wasn't it. Well, also, we saw what happened in the French Revolution. So if y'all know what happened in the French Revolution, they had the first, second, and third estate, go look that up. It wasn't a good idea. Just saying. Just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I actually don't know about that, so you have to tell me after the break. Right. During the break. All right? Keep it like right here at the Amanda Seals Show. When we get back, we got the 60 Second Headlines. That's right. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time to get on out of here, man. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. I just told you about how they cut off Marie Antoinette's head in France back in the day. We had a little history moment here. So look that up, y'all. Act, go look at why they cut her head off and her husband's head off. Guillotine. The guillotine. Chop a style. Chop, chop, chop a style. She said, let them eat cake. Actually, apparently they say she didn't she actually said, say she, that. She said she didn't say it. I believe she said it, though. <laughs> I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Well, then that was in response to them saying, like, we don't have bread. And she right. said, let them eat cake. Mm-hmm. Well, that's basically what these folks have been trying to act like out here. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's going to get real crazy. But, uh, you know, we had a little history lesson moment while we were off the mic right here. But if you missed the history of today's show, which was we talked about Congress and President Biden and them reaching a debt limit. We talked about Shannon Sharp saying, I, 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 I don't want to be here anymore. We're talking about the Bible being banned in a, U- in a Utah school district. Utah. That's the one. It's not like it was banned in New York. Right. Or California. Like, yeah. that's very, like, liberal. Utah? 
And also, maybe the Book of Mormon might be next. That's, That's next. the crazy part. Uh, and we talked about Chili, you know, having a hard time getting over Usher and let that old thing go. So I creep. If you miss any part of the show, remember you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Check out the latest episode of my other podcast, Small Doses, in the same place. And you can watch Small Doses on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. And keep them calls and comments coming in, y'all. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Now, coming up on Tuesday's show, we're going to have all your Black Hero news. We've got the big up, let down, six second headlines. Plus, y'all, the Crown Act has been signed into law in Texas. Texas actually did something positive for Black people. Will they Will they actually carry it forth? We don't know. Plus, we got more because that's how it's going down on the Amanda Seals Show tomorrow. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. All right, let's go. We might have a child that has no job, no what? dependents, but sitting on a couch. We're going to encourage that person to get a job. He what said there may be a child sitting on the couch that doesn't have a job. We're going to get that baby a job. He sang that old commercial and they used to be like, you sit at home. Don't get a degree. <laughs> Coming up Tuesday, we got more Black Green News, the Big Up Let Down, plus the Crown Act has been signed into law into Texas, which bans race-based hair discrimination. And actor Tyler James Williams from the award-winning TV series Abbott Elementary responds to gay rumors and advocates for people questioning their sexuality. All that is coming up on Tuesday's Amanda Seal Show.